The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Beautiful face, beautiful soul. You know, sometimes when you look in the mirror and you the mirror looks back at you, it's like, who is that person? And especially as we kind of go through the aging process, something doesn't look right. Things start to go south. And, you know, you kind of you, you put your hand up and you perk up the cheek a little bit or you lift the brow with your with your finger and you're thinking, yeah, that would look better. But there's a lot of fear and anxiety in having things done to your face. And especially with what's happening in society out there and publicly is that you see people that have had things done to their face and you're like, I never want my face to look like that. The truth is that Beauty Inside and Out, we're trying to share with you guys, educate, inform, and and inspire you on what's available to you so that you can ask the right questions, find the right resources, look for the things that are going to have you be beautiful. That's you without sacrificing who you are. So it's really about being the best version of yourself. So I'm excited about my guests today. I have Richard Calcasola and Dr. Alex Menachian. I didn't say that right. Menachian. Menachian. Nessian, perfect. perfect. Thank you so much for that. And uh, we're going to talk about some of those concerns that are going on as we go through the aging process and what are the options available to us that are going to have us still have that youthful look, but without ever sacrificing ourselves in it. And uh, so I'm glad to have you guys with me here. So welcome. Glad to be here. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, perfect. So Richard, Richard, you and I have known each other for a really long time. And you own Salon Maximus in uh, New York, and you've been in the beauty industry for four decades. And we had this great conversation recently where you were sharing with me that um, you're not just providing beauty and spa services for your clients, but you're also introducing them to other services. So whether they are non-surgical or surgical services, because you have this relationship with Dr. Alex, and he is really providing that educational insight for your clients to be able to say, hmm, yeah. I think I could do that, or, oh, I want to know more about that. Yeah, it's, it's been a uh, great collaboration and uh, extension of the kind of services that uh, we provide for our clients. It takes us to another level uh, of expertise in facial rejuvenation and actually just in beauty itself. Good, I mean, yeah. uh, the idea that beauty is unimportant is a, is a myth. Yeah. Uh, beauty is very important in this world, uh, you know, uh, and it's not always a just, you know, for men... It's always been sort of a high school, um, you know, their, their idea of beauty is more of a high school, uh, rooted in high school. And, you know, they have to have long hair and stuff like that. So we bring Dr. Alex uh, on board, and now he's taken it to a whole other level besides haircut, color, makeup. Uh, now he's able to really give them real fabulous results. Yeah, good. Well, tell us a little bit about your story, Richard, before we have Dr. Uh, Alex Minishian tell us all of this information here, because uh, we got we got a lot to cover, and it's going to go really fast. I promise you that. Um, so, give us a little story. How did you get involved in beauty? Well, I started, uh, you know, like you said, four decades ago. That's very well said. I like that better than 46 years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes it sound so long ago. But uh, it, back in the 70s, in 1970, uh, we opened what was then called the haircutting salon or haircutting shop, and we were doing haircuts, and we were then a unisex shop where we started to uh, um, service men as well. And then that became uh, Total Beauty where we were doing uh, more than just haircuts, uh, we started to add color, and then from there we went to day spa services uh, in a, you know, small way. Then we extended it to full-blown 
uh, spa services as well as all the hair things that you can think of, extensions, uh, relaxers, smoothers, hair cutting, color, anything that could be done in hair, we were doing it except anything like transplants, which we right. couldn't do that, obviously. Well, that's great that you're doing that, but what got you involved in beauty? Like, let's take us back here, Richard. Oh. What, well, uh, what had my you girlfriend at the time beauty? was a hairstylist. And um, when I used to pick her up in the salon, uh, it was fun to watch and see. And it was, uh, uh, some of my friends were hairstylists. They said, boy, you know, uh, you could dress the way you want. It's cool. It's fun. And uh, you meet a lot of women. So that sounded like fun to me. <laughs> and I had no other direction. My father wanted me to be an optometrist. <laughs> and I had to tell him, Dad, uh, you know, it's just not my thing. I don't think I'm going to be college material. Um, my uh, personality didn't take me in that direction. <laughs> I always think he was disappointed. But uh, actually, beauty and hair, hair salons were really very good to me. Oh, so I got okay. in as a result of, you know, some of the people I was hanging with. Uh, my girlfriend at the time and some of my friends were in hairdressing school. And it became it was like a cool thing to be. It was, uh, yeah. you know, I think the movie Shampoo came out not after, not too long after that, which really wasn't great for the hairdressing community image, but it certainly was fun. It certainly was fun. Good. Well, thanks for sharing that story with us. So, perfect. So, we keep referencing you as Dr. Alex. Can we call you Dr. Alex? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. That makes it a lot easier. So, um, you are a cosmetic, facial reconstructive surgeon, plus you also yes. are an oral surgeon. Um, you have a, a, an incredible resume here of expertise in a lot of areas. And so tell us a little bit about how you got involved in this. So uh, I've been in practice, private practice for about 13 years now. Uh, my, my core specialty is oral, oral and maxillofacial surgery, but I also have a fellowship training in facial cosmetic surgery. So um, I would say about half my practice is in reconstructive surgery and, and half my practice is in cosmetic surgery. And the cosmetic part, uh, more and more as, as we evolve in, in cosmetic rejuvenation, facial rejuvenation, more and more of my surgical patients are, are becoming non-surgical patients, uh, at least initially, uh, especially early on in their years. Um, so I, I, I'm originally from Canada, Montreal, uh, moved here almost 20 years ago to finish my training and settled here in Long Island, New York, very close to where Richard is. My practice is called NY Face Place, New York Face Place. Uh, but, uh, I've known Richard for several years and we finally collaborated. I think it's a, it's been a great, uh, you know, team, uh, kind of approach to, to beauty, um, we work very nicely together, um, and uh, he's got some phenomenal clientele that are very open to uh, education and being informed, uh, yeah. which, is, which is what I, I'm passionate about, is informing patients on, on pros and cons and uh, you know, what to look for, and, and uh, I, like, I like getting questions back to me, yeah. uh, so yeah, that's good. why... I, actually open to uh, being interviewed with you. <laughs> good, with you. good. So your parents must be proud of you because you did end up in college and became a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, but we're glad to... long road. Yeah, we're glad to have you both here. Thank you so much for being on. And, you know, and I wanted to... I always like to start out with the story first because I always find that there's some interesting tidbit, especially when it relates to beauty. Like, how do people get involved in beauty? Because like you said, Richard, early on, you know, not... Not thinking that beauty is important is a myth. But, you know, this show is designed to be able to really have people feel good from the inside and out. And we know, and I think you guys would agree with me on this, but I want to hear your opinions on it as well, is that, you know, a lot of times if we don't feel good on the inside, changing anything on the outside is not necessarily going to make us feel or look more beautiful. No, you're so, 100% right. I mean, yeah. you know, you, we can do the, the greatest hairstyle given the greatest color uh, imaginable. If the client doesn't feel beautiful, that makes the difference. She could look beautiful to all of us, 
but she has to feel beautiful to carry it off. Yeah, and I think that's true too in regards to and and certainly Dr. Alex, this is, you know, this is this is the part I really want to get to. So you've been the first cosmetic surgeon I've had on my show. We've talked a lot about, you know, the injectables and topicals and and things like that that I think are easy and and certainly uh, the consumers far more educated on those things. But there's so much new technology in regards to some the cosmetic, the, you know, the more surgical procedures and it's not the same old thing, you know, that, uh, you know, from back in the day. So I, we're interested in, in hearing that and what what's available to us now. But really, how do you see it from a place of your surgically, reconstructively, orally, you know, making these improvements or changing things for whatever reason? But it's got to be that same thing for you. If somebody just doesn't feel good on the inside, it doesn't matter how much work they have done on the outside. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the, one of the hardest parts in what we do is is finding out what is happening inside and what how patients are you know uh, getting motivated to do this. Is it is this coming within? Is it are they being forced by by a spouse or or a boyfriend or mm. or a loved one to to change? Uh, sometimes even parents want their children to change in certain ways. So it's and really you know that person has to be grounded, and I, I think psychologically. Sound and and and, uh, and have a um, and and be centered and, and trying to make a, a medical decision for themselves. So, yeah. uh, in terms of you know philosophically how I feel about you know uh, uh, beauty and and uh, and how I approach my patients is I, I listen to them. You know the first thing I want them to tell me is what they're feeling and what their complaints are, um, and you know ultimately it's got to be consistent with my philosophy of treating and my philosophy of treating patients is I want to reestablish their natural beauty and their natural contours, accentuate what they have and minimize some of the, you know, genetic pitfalls that they may have uh, been given, which we all have. Which we all have, exactly. Yeah, good. Well, I liked when I went on your website and was reading a little bit, I really liked the approach you have towards, uh, you know, beauty and philosophy. And they're... There's a lot to offer nowadays, and I think part of it is that people are just fearful of even checking into it. You know, we can go to a website and and say, "Ooh, maybe I need to have that done," but there's still always that fear of them kind of taking that next step and and sitting across the table from a doctor or next to a doctor and saying, "What do I need to know? How, what is this gonna? Is this gonna make me look too different? Or how long is the recovery time?" I mean, there's a lot of fear attached to those questions for them. Well, the nice part of having Dr. Alex right on premise here, right on, right at the salon, is that it can be spontaneous. It doesn't have to be uh, on a website where they could, uh, you know, stop in and spend a few minutes with uh, Dr. Alex as in part of a consultation, part of uh, him introducing them to new ideas, the the Kybella or uh, any of the new uh, things that he's working with. Uh, so that spontaneity actually surprised me. I didn't think it would be that easy. Uh, I mean, uh, you just mentioned it, and most women at a certain age will start to think of uh, facial rejuvenation of some kind, and here it right is to get an opinion without having to get in a car, go drive somewhere, make an appointment and all that. This is like easy. Yeah. And that's been really very successful for us Good. So for a number of reasons. One, we have a service for a client that she doesn't get in any other salon. Uh, that's the first thing. And second of all, it's just it's an extension of our commitment uh, to bringing them uh, more beauty. Yeah, so I want to I create some clarity on this before we actually go into our next segment. Um, you know, because we do have a lot, there's a lot of consumers all over the world listening, and we obviously can't accommodate the nuances of other countries and the philosophies. But I do want to stay focused here on, on, you know, what some of the guidelines are in America. Like, you have, there are certain things that Dr. Alex does in your salon but but if then there are certain things that he's not doing in your salon. But what's the licensing? What's the kind of the, you know, the compliance issues around that? Because I don't want people to think that they can just have some of these services done in a salon without a doctor or maybe a registered nurse being present. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, you know, uh, within my license and within my malpractice insurance allowed to uh, deliver services, minimally invasive services in, in a spa uh, environment such okay. as Maximus, um, just like I am in my own office. So okay, that's good. 
cleared, you know, uh, without, you know, I wouldn't even step in this place without having full yeah. <laughs> clearance of, you know, thought right, yeah. all the eyes. Exactly. Well, I want to make sure people understand that this that this is legit. I don't want them to think that, you know, we need to be oh, doing yeah, these 100%. services in our salon around the corner and down the street type of thing. So, no, so this you, is not, you know, Botox parties being given by a veterinarian. Right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Same Good. setup I have in my office. We have uh, whole surgical suites and we have consultation rooms and we have uh, rooms that I in, inject in. Uh, the same setup that I have in my office, I recreated that same setup here. Okay, good. So, so, and, I, and Richard was completely on board and was very supportive, knowing that I needed everything possible uh, to create a nice environment and to get the results that I usually get in my office. Yeah, and that's and that's beautiful. That's really a beautiful thing because I wanted to just clarify that that this is you know this is a relationship that there's you know a high level of professionalism and ethics that are attached to the type of business that you guys are doing. But it's a perfect opportunity because honestly, if if I had an opportunity to talk to somebody in my salon and get a few bit more information instead of you know doing the due diligence and research myself, making the appointment, you know, there's a lot of intimidation in that and. And I think it's I think it's a great idea. So we're we're getting ready to head to break here in a minute, but I I just wanted to touch base on you know that that part of part of the direction that we're going to go with the rest of the show here is looking at what are the main concerns that that you hear that people don't like about themselves, whether it's through an aging process or maybe just you know particular features that you said were just were you know the the features that we want to diminish that we might have just been naturally born with. Sure. And um, and then also, you know, I want to hear these these top three concerns. I also want to hear what the solutions are. And then, Richard, I want you to incorporate into that of, you know, how is how is that relationship then with your clients and expanding and, um, you know, is it bringing, bringing more opportunities in your salon because of this relationship that you guys have created. So let's okay, go to break so right now. Okay, so right after the break? Yeah, we're going there right after the break. So here's the question I want to ask the listeners. When you look in the mirror... What do you see? Do you see something that you want to get changed? What's that one thing that you're thinking about right now that it's like, if I could just, we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Tune in each week for Monica Phillips and powerful conversations. This is a thought-provoking show for business people, leaders, and entrepreneurs. We'll feature today's thought leaders and industry trendsetters from across several locations and industries. Give yourself permission to be inspired and live a fulfilling life. Be sure to listen to Powerful Conversations live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Okay, so I've got Richard Calcasola from Maximus Salon in Long Island, right? The style innovator is what they call you. And, well, thank you. Yeah, and Richard's sharing with us uh, the relationship that he's created with Dr. Alex Minishian. And, and this relationship is to be able to, and Dr. Alex is a cosmetic reconstructive oral surgeon. So he's providing uh uh, consultations and non-invasive uh, procedures within the Maximus Salon and Spa. And this relationship is really providing something for men and women um, to be able to see what are those what are those things that that we can do to be able to keep that youthful appearance without necessarily being overdone. And and listen, overdone is a lot of overdone is happening out there. So oh, here's boy. here's my story. I look in the mirror and then, you know, Dr. Alex, I'm counting on you to kind of fill me in on what you think the what you think the next step is here. I look in the mirror and I feel like my cheek is now on my chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's where I'm I'm taking my hand and I'm kind of lifting up my cheek going, "Stop it. Stop it. It's yeah. like I've got, you know, like a little gerbil pack going on here." Well, that's exactly I mean, that's exactly what happens unfortunately as we age, and that's one of the biggest complaints I get, um, and you're absolutely right, that's what's happened, is your cheek fat has slowly migrated down to your jawline. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible thing, yes. All right, so I want to know what to be able to do about that, um, but let's, you know, let's start with, with where we're at here of what are the main concerns that you hear from clients when they come in. And I want to hear it from, you know, physically, like this, I don't like this or that, but I also want to hear what they say emotionally to you um, and, and then how a solution, a surgery, a procedure, a, you know, a, a, a topical thing or an injectable thing is, you know, is going to be able to make them feel better about themselves. Sure. Um, you know, if you want to break it down to the top three, I would say, you know, one of the probably more common concerns that, especially working people, uh, you know, in the 30 to 50-year-old range, uh, especially women, will come in and say, I, I look tired. I, don't, I feel very good. Mm. I just look tired, and people have told me that I just don't look very, you know, fresh and rejuvenated. So I think the looking tired... Uh, a complaint is fairly common. Yeah. Uh, it's usually related to the upper and mid-face areas around the eyes, forehead. Um, I just had Botox to, to my forehead or my frown lines between my eyebrows because uh, my wife told me I looked a little angry and tired. <laughs> um, so Botox it is. <laughs> and she was right. I, I took a video of myself and I looked uh, a little tired and angry. So, and I'm not... <laughs> I'm not generally tired or angry. Yeah. I'm a pretty happy person. So uh, here I go injecting Botox uh, to relieve the muscle activity around that line, the frown line between my eyebrows. Uh, we call it the ones or the elevens. Some people have one line. Some people have two lines. Mm-hmm. So we call them one or eleven. And that instantly, within you know, the next few days. Uh, relieves that muscle activity and, and relieves and smooths out that line and you don't look tired or angry anymore. Yeah, so something as simple oh. as that where you're just kind of creating well, a little so bit more... I look so good. Yeah, thank yeah. you. A thank little you. more okay. smoothness between the brows where that 11 yeah. or that 1 is. Okay, so right between the brows. And smoothing that out, it just it creates that lift where it does actually make you look less tired. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. The, some of the nuances that I want to share with your listeners is to when when they go, have to go see somebody for Botox or any of these fillers, uh, you know, get educated, uh, ask the doctor questions, because you know there's 43 muscles in the face, there's a lot of different orientations of the muscles. These people need to be very well educated in what they're doing. Uh, so just you know, willy nilly putting Botox everywhere is not going to necessarily give you the results that you may. You know, be looking for right. There's so, real strategy to your placement in this. Absolutely, okay. strategy is important. Sometimes less is more. 
Uh, I, I routinely get patients back, especially here at Maximus. I'm here every week, so I'll get patients back a week or two later, reassess them, make sure they're happy with everything, maybe tweak them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I really do like a layered approach to patients and not, not give them everything at once. Um, it, it's kind of a, a you know, beauty in progress. Yeah, got it. Good. Okay, so look tired is one of them, and Botox is a great solution for that. Absolutely. Yeah, good. And, and I, I, um, on my own experiences, when I have clients say, you know what, uh, you know, I'm hating myself now. I'm starting to get the frown. The, I feel, uh, you know, under my chin, the, uh, uh, they call it sometimes chicken neck, yeah. uh, turkey yeah. neck. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I'm able to say, well, you need to go see Dr. Alex right now because there's something new out there uh, that's going to really be off the chart that can eliminate that permanently without surgery. So, uh, you know, Dr. Alex can tell you exactly how it works, but they inject underneath the chin uh, to that turkey neck, and within, you know, like five to six months, it's gone permanently, which is Well, I want to hear about this. So, so, so would you tell us, Dr. Alex, what is that called, and to what degree are we talking about here? Are we talking about... A lot of excess skin or just kind of an aged neck? Yeah, so it's very important that you get a proper assessment. Number one, uh, you know, certain age groups are not going to be candidates for certain procedures. So not every, not every procedure fits everybody. So, uh, for example, if someone comes in and they have excess what we call submental fat or fat underneath the chin, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the age range that they're in, uh, specific treatments are recommended. For example, if someone is genetically predisposed to accumulating fat underneath their chin, and they could be as young as 25 years old uh, and maybe as old as 45, then I would recommend a couple of different options. One could be a surgical option like submental liposuction, mm-hmm. which is very effective uh, in the, like I said, the younger age groups, 25 to 45. Uh, because you need that elasticity of the skin to rebound back after the fat is removed. Right. Uh, the issue with submental liposuction is that you get one shot at it, and asymmetries can occur. So you can have one mm-hmm. area that's maybe not perfectly symmetrical, and obviously patient has to undergo an anesthetic procedure and a surgical procedure. Right. The alternative is a newer product called Kybella, made by the same company that makes Botox and Juvederm. Can you spell that for us? Uh, Kybella is spelled K-Y-B-E-L-L-A. Uh, and it was recently bought by Allergan, which mm-hmm. makes Botox and Juvederm. Uh-huh. Uh, and the nice thing about Kybella, it's an, it's an injectable just like Botox is. And with just a few injections underneath the chin, it slowly melts away the fat. Oh, gotcha. uh, and depending on how excessive the fat is, uh, you may need two to four sessions uh, separated by a period of about four to six weeks. Okay, So it may it. take upwards of three to six months to see the effect, right. the final effect, uh, but at least you, ha- you have no surgery involved. And uh, symmetry is much better achieved with these injections than it is with submental liposuction. So what is that doing? Because, like, Botox is kind of like uh, relaxing or paralyzing the muscle. I'm not sure exactly what the right terminology is. What is this one doing then for the chin? But, yeah, you're absolutely right. It relaxes the muscle around the wrinkle, uh, whereas Kybella is an injectable solution that essentially melts away, dissolves the fat. Uh, It's a synthetic product. Uh, but it mimics the same molecules that we have to digest fat in our own body that pancreas makes. Mm-hmm. The, our pancreas and um, other organs make enzymes that dissolve uh, fat, and this is mimicking what that enzyme is doing, uh, and it's slowly dissolving the fat underneath the chin. Okay, got it. Good. So at this point, we've talked about I look tired, so I can get Botox, and that will freshen up my look, and it really does do that. And it's and um, you know, but you, but you do as as Dr. Alex had just shared with us. You you, 
it's not about just putting it anywhere. There's really a, an enormous amount of strategy to the muscles and just natural face shapes. Like I know I've had some some uh, episodes with Botox where I felt like it sunk my eyes. Like so, th- you know, the inner part of my brow, like it sunk yeah. that part uh, of. I'll it. give I'll give you an example. What common thing I see is that if you inject too much Botox for the horizontal lines of the forehead. Uh huh. That's not a good thing. That will depress the, that will relax the muscle okay. that's retaining your brow in the, in the correct position, and it will depress the brow and make it lower. Okay, so the horizontal lines are the lines across the top of my forehead, forehead. here. So too and much or, injection no. in there could put too much weight or pressure, in other words, and then it could drop my brow. Exactly. Okay, so you perfect. You need to be very selective in where you inject and how much you inject, and then also consider the counter muscle of that area, which is the depressor muscle around the eye, so that the tail of the eyebrow is uh-huh. another de- is a depressor muscle of the eyebrow, and relaxing that will actually lift your eyebrow. Okay. So I and love I, doing that. Oh, I love, I love the eyebrow lift. Yes, yeah, so injecting around the crow's feet at the tail of the eyebrow will uh, lift the eyebrow, uh, and so that's a very positive side effect. Uh, not only are you going to remove the creases in, around the eye, but you also lift the eyebrow. Whereas the forehead line injections, the, the negative side effect is you can depress the eyebrow. So you've you got to be uh, very selective right, yeah. where you inject and how much you inject. Okay. Thank you, thank you for that tip because that, that was, yeah, that was like, it was, it was a little disturbing, you know, and um, it, uh, it was an awkward kind of couple of weeks that I had to deal with that there. All right, and sure. we've talked about turkey neck now. So a little bit too much fat under the chin. Your suggestions were, you know, liposuction, but that's a particular age group. Um, but yes. the Kybella is now this newer thing. Now, what about just like a kind of a, a, a older looking neck? Right. So, so, that's, so that subgroup of people are 25 to 45 year olds with excess of fat. Then you have the other group of patients that have excess fat in skin. Mm-hmm. And that would be, or, or just skin. And let's say they are 45 and above or 50 and above. Uh-huh. That is not something I would use Kybella or liposuction in. Uh, I don't want to make someone, if you, if you have excess fat and you're 60 years old and I remove the fat, then I'm going to give you a turkey neck. Ah, okay, well, as Richard it. calls it a chicken neck. He likes chicken, chicken I think, chicken. more than okay. turkey. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too, actually. Turkey makes me sleepy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's, I would say, in that age range, you need to consider a surgical correction like a neck lift. Okay, so where you're creating kind of the pullback. The, the pullback. So yeah. you, not, you I, can, I definitely do remove some of the fat with some liposuction, at the same time or right before it and then do a surgical procedure where I would make a little, a little incision behind the ear. You wouldn't see it on your face and then uh, tighten up the muscles and the, uh, remove some skin to t- tighten up that jawline and the, uh, and the area underneath the chin. Perfect. Good. All right. So that, that was very informative. And thank you for being so descriptive on how you're expressing this. Because, you know, it's one thing to be visual, but when we're, you know, when we're on the radio, it's like you, you really have sure, to paint sure. a picture. You know, Bonnie, uh, one of the great things, there's two things that are really great at. You can get that same information uh, spontaneously when you're in the salon. You stopped in, you got your hair blown out, and all of a sudden some questions come up. You get that same information directly from Dr. Alex spontaneously. Yeah, uh, no, plus that's we like perfect. them to make appointments, and sometimes they do. But all that information that you, all the questions you just asked, he, those, those answers are available to our clients every Wednesday. Yeah, that's nice. We call nice. it wrinkle-free Wednesday. That's nice. But I'm in Phoenix, and you're in New York. Yes. <laughs> no, I get it. Uh, I, would, I, get it. I would be asking those questions all day long. That, uh, that, <laughs> and, and that is that Dr. Alex is a surgeon. He's not just a dermatologist that is treating uh, acne and rosacea and, and, and delivering uh, Botox and, and fillers. The difference is he understands the bone structure underneath all of that. It's not just so, uh, so much on the top. Right. So he really, I, and that's what the feedback we've gotten from clients. One client who's been doing uh, facial rejuvenation for herself for probably 10 years, what I would consider a real expert at it, uh, at knowing our education, one thing that she brought out to me was his 
uh, his surgical background uh, is plays a tremendous role on how he places and where he puts the fillers and the Botox and so on. Oh, I, I, I completely get that because just in the experiences between me and my friends, you know, of going to a medispa, going to a doctor, going to a term- dermatologist, uh, having an RN do some right. of these, you know, there is, there really is a difference. And, and I'm sure that it varies. I'm sure there's some more than qualified people out there Absolutely, in all of yeah. those different um, roles. But right. um, but the, obviously we want to make sure that, you know, we're talking to the best here and that the most educated person that can provide us a thing. Um, I would one one advice to your listeners, if they go to see someone in Arizona, make sure they're experts in the face. Because uh, my whole training in oral and maxillofacial surgery from day one has been the anatomy of the areas above the neck. So every, you know, anatomy lesson and, and dissection courses and, and, and surgical procedures have been focusing on the neck. Yes, have I done body procedures during my training? Of course, uh, most surgeons have. But, uh, you know, I would say 80 to 90% of my training has been on the face. And when your listeners go and seek advice, you know, sometimes a general plastic surgeon may not be the person uh, best suited for a facial rejuvenation procedure. And how, would you, uh, how do you, Dr. X, how do you define facial rejuvenation? What's, how is that difference from cosmetic surgery? Well, sur- I mean, surgery is, is, is surgery. So it's surgery is... I guess facial rejuvenation is just an umbrella term uh, that, you know, embodies, you know, all these technologies now, be it the, the you know, the Botox, the fillers, the Kybella, okay. the yeah. laser resurfacing, uh, I mean, all those, in addition to cosmetic surgery, uh, lie underneath the umbrella term of facial rejuvenation. Okay, good. Thank you for clarifying okay. that. So we're getting ready to go on a break. So I know there's there's far more to share here. But y- you guys might have questions uh, for Richard and how he's doing this in this relationship with Dr. Alex and his salon and spa. You might also have questions for Dr. Alex. So I, I'm going to suggest that you tweet me at Bonnie Bonadeo one or you can go onto my Facebook page, uh, Bonnie our Beauty Inside and Out show. Beauty Inside and Out show for Facebook. Bonnie Bonadeo 1. Tweet me. Let's see if there's some questions that we have. And feel free to ask us any at any time questions in regards to this. And I'll make sure that they get to the proper channel here. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Hey. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back. We're talking about beautiful face, beautiful soul, but we're talking about it from a place of beauty from the inside out with Dr. Alex Minishian, and he is a facial cosmetic surgeon. He works at the New York Face Place, but they've created a really nice relationship with Mr. Richard Calcasola, who owns Maximus Salon and Spa in Long Island, New York. So we have this great relationship that's taking place with you guys that your clients are getting on the spot, you know, questions answered, consultations, and even some non-invasive procedures done within your salon. And in the last segment, we you filled us in, Dr. Alex, on an enormous amount of information. Thank you. It was it was really very educational, which I always appreciate, and I know that my listeners appreciate. So we talked first of you know the looking tired complaint, the concern. Ah, oh, I just look tired. I'm not tired, but I just look tired. And Botox is a great solution for that. We talked about the turkey or slash chicken neck, um, and you talked about Kybella. Um, as an injectable being a great solution for that. So I know we've got some more things. We can't negate the eyes. I know the eyes are a bit, I mean, that's how you see people's soul. You look into their eyes and and see the beauty of their soul. So I know that there's some procedures we can do around the eyes that can freshen up our look, but not necessarily change us. Yes. Uh, I mean, the, you know, I think the whole mid-face area, the eyes and the cheeks kind of are, are confluent and they're, they're, you know, you can't ignore one or treat one without treating the other. So, um, you know, the as we were discussing, I think, before the show, you know, loss of that volume in the mid-face is, is something that is uh, slowly being looked at and being addressed now with these newer fillers. Uh, in addition to that cheek volume, the, the area underneath the eyes, you know, the, the baggy eyes, the puffy eyes, and um, that whole area is being looked at and being treated with newer fillers such as Juvederm Voluma and Restylane Lift uh, are two probably the most popular and uh, safest fillers, I would suggest. And uh, fillers, when you say fillers, like you're, now this is something where you're literally injecting what underneath so, the skin? So what you're injecting is, I mean, just from a, from a medical standpoint of view, these fillers are made of, the synthetic fillers that are most proven and most safe are made of what's called hyaluronic acid, which is essentially a substance that we all have in our collagen, in our bodies, but these are synthetically made by the manufacturer. They're very safe. They have really essentially no allergic potential. Uh, years ago, we used to use of cow collagen, where the patients would have to be uh, tested for allergies, usually behind their ears, um, and then a, a few weeks later, if they had no allergies, they would be injected with cow collagen. Uh, that's really not around anymore. Uh, so this is a synthetic product uh, mimicking the natural substance of our of our collagen in our, in our body, and it creates like a filler. Like so, if so, if this is something oh. that I would use. Would I be using it kind of like between, you know, that line that kind of comes around, the smile lines or the big lines? What do they call those? Uh, nasal, nasal labial folds. or parent, the, the folds, lines. yes. That's exactly what they're turning into, folds. So, <laughs> so you yeah. would fill the fold and that would – but wouldn't that make my face look fat? Okay, that's, that's a great point. So more and more of what we're doing and our philosophy, my philosophy is, has changed over the last few years is instead of – the concept of filling, we're trying to lift okay. and resuspend the the you know the cheek fat that has now fallen down to your to your jawline. We're injecting instead of injecting around your your nasolabial folds, which we'll probably do as well. We're injecting volume in your cheek area, um. uh, reestablishing the cheek contour, but also lifting. The lower part of the face. Now, is this going to give me that that shelf look that's going on out there, like Madonna and Courtney Cox and Meg Ryan right. are doing? Because oh, Meg Ryan, because uh. that's not looking good. Yeah. So, so a, a common, I think, uh, concern amongst patients because they Google 
you know, celebrity nightmare uh, stories, <laughs> yeah. uh, which, which is kind of normal, is these people get over-injected. So, over-injected. Uh, they okay. just get over-injected. So, and they poorly injected in, in, in terms of the areas that are injected. Uh, you don't want to over-volumize somebody. Uh, I'm a big believer of, of stacking and, and, and layering patients, so I'll do something fairly minimal in the first appointment, uh, save some of that material for them and have them come back a couple of weeks later and layer them again. Good. Okay. Um, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And I would I think that as a consumer, that is a really safe way to not overdo it, but know that you can come back and go, you know what? I think I just want a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, that's I, I wonderful. Have essentially a practice based on that principle. And I think we've getting uh, great feedback from clients at Maximus because I'm here so often that I can treat these patients and uh, layer them as the weeks and months go by. Yeah. Because you lose perspective. If you inject everything at once, as soon as you inject the first injection, you've already lost a little bit of anatomical perspective. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you got to be fairly quick. You got to know your anatomy very well, uh, and and you get out <laughs> and you yeah. have them come back once the swelling goes away, and you reinject them uh, in the areas that need to be reinjected. Right, Richard. What is that doing for your clients? I mean, what's the expression and the things that they're saying, knowing that they're coming in for their hair and their other these other services, hair color cuts. Um, you know, what's what's their expression when they're like, I love that I can come in here and just freshen up my face as well. i got to tell you, um, first of all, uh, it's kind of unexpected because, I mean, you know, we do the e-blast and uh, we have signage letting you know that uh, Dr. Alex is here, uh, but they're intrigued by the opportunity to be so spontaneous. You know what, I think I'm just going to just like to meet him, and, uh, and what we do is... Uh, uh, try to escort the client and direct the client into him. You know, sometimes it's just a gentle nudge to say, listen, you go in and talk to Dr. Alex. There's no obligation whatsoever. He's got a very soft approach, uh, and he answers their questions. So uh, the clients are really, really um, receive the whole concept as an extension of what we bring to them. Yeah, um, and then that's, that's been terrific. And then, then there's some stuff. Uh, that is, uh, you know, we saw that we're just cosmetics where, you know, some of the girls want fuller lips and, uh, you know, uh, there was a lot of that. And I got to tell you, uh, his touch has been terrific because it's not like duck lips where they turn. Uh, <laughs> I and, love know, our expressions we have. Chicken necks and duck lips. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but These poor animals. <laughs> I know, and the animals are way cuter than, than we're giving them credit for. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Not, a, not in human form. but that, That's true. That's true. Not in a human form. Yeah. So, and what I will tell you is that, uh, especially with staff that have had little uh, uh, touch-ups and a uh, little work done, uh, i got to tell you, I can see their attitude changes. One girl... I'm telling you, uh, she's a different girl. So sometimes it's almost, I'm not going to call it life-changing experience, but it's a big wow for them. Yeah. It's a big like, and I really feel good about myself. And you know what? It's amazing because I saw one of our uh, staff members, she had uh, her lips enhanced uh, just gently, not too much, but she was starting to wear redder lipsticks, and then all of a sudden she lost 15 pounds. Mm. Oh, that's such a great story. So Thank you for sharing that. Now, okay, so we talked about the cheeks. I want to get to the eyes before this show ends because, again, the eyes say everything, right? Absolutely. So uh, in terms of the eye, I mean, there's several complaints about the eyes. The eyes, uh, you know, the, the upper, upper eyelids and lower eyelids, essentially. So, yeah, upper eyelids and the, and the, and the bags and the lower eyelids. So up, upper eyelids can be excess skin mostly. Uh, there are simple measures like Botox that can lift the eyebrow and help with that as well. Uh, and then in terms of the upper eyelids, really surgery is another option um, if, they're, if they're bad enough and, and ready for it. So remo removal of skin and sometimes fat underneath the skin is necessary to rejuvenate the upper eyelids. And that would be done in my office. Uh, and I use a special tool called the Elman, E-L-L-M-A-N. It's a radio frequency 
tool that cuts and cauterizes at the same time, so there's very minimal uh, bruising, very, very little bleeding, I could do a better job, and the patient's recovery is a lot less than a scalpel. Uh, so that's for the upper eyelid. And the in lower this, eyelid, in I the, would say, you know, that's a little trickier uh, depending on the patient's uh, in a presentation. Uh, if they have excess fat underneath the lower eyelid, then we can remove that fat, uh, again, with the same Elman radar frequency tool. Yeah. Uh, the incision is made in the lower, un, inside the lower eyelid, so there's no scars that are shown. Uh, however, a nice uh, alternative is, are the fillers. So a lot of times what patients will opt for is if their lower eyelid is maybe minimally puffy, um, there is a transition zone between the lower eyelid and the cheek called the tear trough deformity. It's this little kind of valley that goes between the lower eyelid and the cheek. Mm-hmm. You can fill that with a filler, like a Juvederm, um, a, a, you know, a, like a, a Voluma or an Ultra Plus kind of Juvederm, something that's a little bit, little bit thicker. And what I do is I lift that sunken in tissue and I make it confluent with the uh-huh. lower eyelid skin. So the lower eyelid then now transitions much smoother to the upper part of the cheek. Oh, so got it. So the prominence of the lower eyelid is not, or that puffiness is just, is abated. It's a, it's a little less prominent. So if there's an and excessive amount of skin, you can do that surgical uh, procedure in your office. But the yeah. other things, the other solutions are, you know, Botox to be able to create the lift and some Juvederm to be able to kind of just... Smooth out that area. Smooth out, yeah, smooth out the area. Well, you guys, this has been... And amazing. I have I have been educated. I don't know about my listeners, but I have been incredibly educated. And I really loved the way that you approached it with that, you know, people say they look tired and what the solution was and the turkey neck or chicken neck and um, saggy cheeks and, and droopy eyes. I mean, those are all the things we're coming in and saying to our dermatologist, doctor, facial uh, cosmetic surgeon. And you provided us some really good educational um, information here. So tell us, uh, you know, tell us how they can find you. So if they have more questions and they want to go directly to you, they might be in the New York area or the tri-state area and are very inspired by this conversation. Yeah, so uh, probably the best way to reach me is through my website, which is nyfaceplace.com. Again, ny, like New York, faceplace.com. They can actually email me. I have a page where... People can actually ask me questions, so the, the, your, your your listeners can actually send me some uh, some questions, and I can answer them uh, uh, through the email. Uh, and then they can also reach me via uh, my office phone number, which is five one six two nine four nine four five four. Perfect. And then Richard, will you give us your website to your salon as well? Sure. It's www.maximusspasalon.com. Perfect. And so you uh, are in the Long Island, right? Area code you want? That you're in Long Island, right? So go ahead and give yes, us your well, phone I'm number. Long Island. Area code is 516-222-8880. And uh, we'd love to hear from you listeners. Great. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Dr. Alex. It was a wonderful show. So if you guys are interested in more information, and maybe what maybe this is more of what you want to hear and you'd like to invite these guys back, um, you can reach me at Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Send me a message and say, yes, more of this information. But don't forget to tweet me, Bonnie Bonadeo one Follow me and also on Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out. And we will talk to you again very soon. Thank you, Bonnie. Thanks, Bonnie. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.